Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. If you love the game of baseball, and let's be honest, this time of year, most of us love some baseball, then this episode of the People in Places Extra podcast is just for you. Hi everyone, I'm Ken Watlington. So glad you're joining me today as we talk about the North Carolina Baseball Museum. It opened up back in 2004 in Wilson, North Carolina, connected to historic Fleming Stadium. The stadium itself actually opened up back in the late 1930s and has seen some great baseball players come through there either in the minor leagues or in collegiate summer league baseball. And we'll talk about a couple of those players here in just a second as I catch up with one of the volunteers at the North Carolina Baseball Museum, Quentin Gilfus. And the museum itself is something you really got to spend a couple of hours in, especially if you love the game of baseball. So much great memorabilia spread out through the 3,300 square foot facility. We're talking about gloves, bats, uniforms, baseball cards, plaques, trophies, you name it. All kinds of baseball memorabilia highlighting the hundreds, maybe thousands of North Carolinians who have made an impact on the game of baseball. So this is not your full-time job. You do something else Correct. in real life. Correct. How did you get involved as a volunteer here? Love baseball. Uh, came down to Wilson and um, found that the North Carolina Baseball Museum was here and um, just wanted to get involved. Um, do a lot of the social media to really get the word out. Um, a lot of people, when they'll come in, um, They'll say, I didn't know you were here. Um, we go through the guest book. We find out over 80% of the folks that come visit us are from outside the state. So it really tells you the interest and um, the, the scope of, of what we have here. Um, we're one of the only, I think we are the only baseball state museum in the country. They have sports museums, but we specifically focus in on baseball. And uh, why not? The heritage we have is, it's, is uncanny. There are roughly about 440 players from North Carolina that, that have reached the major league level. Um, a lot of their memorabilia we have here, um, and that's just the, based on the donations of a lot of the family members in the area, cleaning out the attic, and the uncles and granddads, bringing in gloves and bats, and it just tells the story and the fabric of baseball in North Carolina. There are, I believe, seven Hall of Famers from North Carolina. Absolutely. I remember two of them distinctly growing up because I grew up in eastern North Carolina in Washington County and you always heard about Gaylord Perry from Martin County mm -hmm. and Jim Catfish Hunter from uh, Perquimans County, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, Hertford. And, uh, you know, those are two guys that, that I remember vividly and, and they're for sure honored here as well. Absolutely. Especially Catfish Hunters, you may know he was the first million dollar uh, player in baseball under George Steinbrenner. I was watching him with the A's and, and plucked him up. Um, real nice guy. A lot of people will come in. We've heard some stories that they say they'll go to Hartford and they'll see him out there sitting on the front porch, you know, just eyeballing, trying to get a glance. He'll say, come on in, you know, let's talk. Just easy going. Never know, you know, the success. Just a easy going fella. There is a, a long history of baseball in North Carolina and one that continues today because there are 10 or 11 minor league teams in North Carolina and people you know, really enjoy going to these games and they're, you know, ingrained in their communities. But that minor league lineage goes back over a century. Absolutely. And it's documented in here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so fortunate between um, Zebulon with the Mudcats, um, with Kinston, and now with Fayetteville having minor leagues and, and Durham Bulls all around us. 
and that doesn't count Greensboro um, and, and others around. But a lot of players come through this state before they make it to the major leagues. So a lot of heritage. Um, very fortunate to have a lot of talent right here in our backyard. When you go back a, a century and more to, to highlight some of the teams and the people who have been here in North Carolina, how do you get all this memorabilia? That's a great question. Um, when we opened, uh, we let we set the word out. Really how this started, to tell you the truth, we have three or four fellows that were sitting on the grandstands out here watching a baseball game. And they're thinking, um, there are a lot of people that have some memorabilia that you know, I'd love to put in a museum. Once the word got out, we had no problem filling it out. Calls came in, donations came in, all the things that you, artifacts of baseball, the cards you see now were all donated by family members and um, recent relatives of those folks. So uh, not has not been a problem. And it's just a joy to see not only the memorabilia, but when they bring the stories, when they give it to us as well. Fleming Stadium here in Wilson, uh, it goes back to the late 1930s. And it's, it's a collegiate summer league team that calls it home now, but back in the day it was minor league baseball. And some really uh, memorable people played here as they came up and made their way to the majors. Absolutely. Uh, who are some of those people? Absolutely. Rod Carew, this used to be a Twins affiliate when we were a minor league, uh, had a minor league affiliate. Of course, Rod Carew made a huge name for himself in the major leagues. Um, Jack McKeon, who won the, the manager of the, Miami, uh, the Marlin, Florida Marlins at the time, he was a manager for the Tobs back in the 60s. And also we um, have a, a newspaper showing where Ted Williams and the Red Sox and Phillies came by and actually played in the 50s. So for an exhibition game, who would have thought, right? Yeah. Down the railroad and they just met together. Um, don't have the spring training facilities like you have now. Um, sold out and having Ted Williams on this field over here, just unimaginable. Yeah, like that just blows my mind to think one of the greatest of all time was a couple hundred yards away. Absolutely. Playing the game we all love, that's, that's wild. What would you say to someone who's watching and listening to encourage them to come out and you know, spend a couple of hours because you can pretty much spend all day going through here. Absolutely. I tell you, we're, we're a hidden gem here in Wilson, North Carolina. If, if you're a baseball fan or baseball fanatic or um, in and out of baseball season, to come down to our museum, we're open Thursday through Sunday. Um, we can be open Monday through Wednesday on, on appointment through social media or website or give us a call. Uh, once you come in, you will find something you that really comes to you because a major league, um, the Negro League, women in baseball, we really have it covered in North Carolina. So we're very fortunate for Wilson to have us here as well as um, having that joy for everyone to come in and, and really get a lot out of this. Because you, you're right, we're not in a major, major city in North Carolina, but yet the artifacts and the memorabilia we have really speaks for itself. And it's college memorabilia too, because there's a lot, a lot of great college programs, not just your, your states and Carolinas and Dukes, but you know, North Carolina Wesleyan's won national championships, Mount Olive, you know, is just Lewisburg Junior College, just so much great history at every level of baseball in North Carolina. Really, you, you see the talent, really, especially in, in East Carolina as well, um, the success and the players. Baseball is, is part of the thread of the state of North Carolina. And, you see a lot of the players that come through those colleges and now made it. And um, it, it's so joyful to see that all those folks played in the backyards with a lot of folks that come in. They played little league with those folks. They played t-ball with them. You know, they went to high school with them. So it really, it's such a joy. What's been the neatest thing about volunteering here and working here for you? For me, the volunteering is, is the stories. 
every person that comes in, um, you ask them you know, what play, what their favorite team was, and you just, you never know who they knew that's here. Um, it could be a son, um, a daughter, a father, be someone that pitched with them. Um, so the relationships they have, they see these things and, and you see them, their faces, you see them going back in time. Yeah. You see the joy, all the worries of the world just go away when they come in here. Has there been someone, you know, relatively famous, you know, a former player or manager that's kind of just popped in unannounced and, oh my gosh, so-and-so's here? Well, not, not unannounced, but when Mike Schilt came on, the former St. Louis Cardinals manager, and I tell, I'll never forget that, when he was sitting right here just talking baseball with a few of us volunteers. Um, again, just talking baseball like you talk to anybody, but just having someone there, it just, it really, it, it makes you feel like you're nine years old all over again <laughs> on the sand lot. And that's the great thing about baseball. You could be a high-level guy like Schilt, you know, uh, you could be a guy like him who's been in baseball all his life, or you could be a guy like me who, you know, played decently in Little League but still loves the game. Mm -hmm. You can always talk about it and get Absolutely. those stories and memories of younger days and your teams winning. That's the great thing about baseball. It really, those stories never, never go away. <laughs> the stories, I, I believe, the memorabilia, really, they keep those stories together. And like you said, even the small town baseball teams there, it's just the joy of the game. No matter what level you are, this, the, it, it's just a romantic, you know, baseball such a romantic yeah. story. So everyone really has a part of that. And we're just, we're just fortunate to be able to store that and share that with those folks anytime they come by. This is a good sized facility for, for, especially for a nonprofit and, you know, a lot of volunteers are here. Mm -hmm. But you were telling me that there's plans hopefully to one day expand more because you guys are getting new stuff in all the time and, and you know, you're going to need a place to put all that stuff. Absolutely. Donations are not a problem. We, we have plenty of folks that they give it and we really appreciate that. But yes, the infrastructure and the building, we really need to expand really just to, to share uh, the memorabilia that people are sharing with us. So we're really looking for corporate sponsors and others to really partner with us. Um, so together we can really bring even more baseball to the folks, you know, in Wilson and beyond. And how can people get involved to, to help out? Absolutely. They can contact us on our website or through Twitter. We have two annual fundraisers. We have a hot stove banquet um, normally in the win early winter, and we have a golf tournament in the spring. Again, just follow us on, on Twitter for latest and greatest information on our website. Um, or, and uh, we'd love to, love to partner with everyone with that because um, the more we grow, you know, the more we can share um, for more folks. I want to come back around to this. You mentioned earlier 80% of people you find in your guest log are from out of state. Correct. How, how do they find out about it? And, and does it kind of blow your mind that people are going out of their way specifically to make a stop here in Wilson? They really are. We, we really have a, give a lot of credit to our tourism for North Carolina. They put brochures out to some of the tourist stops throughout the state. Also with the Wilson Tobs, which is a collegiate league with the stadium here, there's a lot of travel ball. Yeah. So a lot of that brings a lot of the parents in, looking in, and uh, from across the country. So that really brings a lot of interest there. And uh, really with social media, being able to um, really share that for a nonprofit, that's gonna be limited on, on advertising and promotional information to get that word out. And you would think word of mouth probably plays, plays a big role because if you come in here and spend a couple, couple hours in here, you're gonna go tell somebody, 
you have to go absolutely. to Wilson in the North Carolina Baseball Museum. Absolutely. They're really not, they're not many places like this really at, at all um, within the state. So uh, it's exactly right. They'll call their buddy and say, hey, you've got to come down. Or you'll never believe the, jer the Trot Nixon jersey yeah. I saw here, the Madison Bumgarner jersey. So uh, exactly right. So the word of mouth is very, very helpful for us. And um, really a lot of volunteers here, it's just the love of the game, really enjoying that and um, enjoying the stories and, and really just enjoying baseball. Nothing better than some good weather and some good baseball. Absolutely. All right, I'm gonna quiz you because I don't know the answer and hopefully you can refresh our memory. The seven Hall of Famers from North Carolina, there's Buck Leonard from the Negro Leagues, never played in the Major Leagues, but, mm -hmm. but is still a Hall of Famer mm -hmm. uh, from his uh, experience in the Negro Leagues. Catfish Hunter, Gaylord Perry. That's three of the seven. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the other four. We got Luke Appling. And um, the good thing about Luke Appling, uh, believe it or not, he, he's going to be inducted into North Carolina Hall of Fame. You see him here in just a few weeks here in Raleigh. Um, he's since deceased, but his family's going to be taken out on, on his behalf. Um, we also have um, getting a little cheap, cheap <laughs> Rick Farrell was a catcher with the Red Sox. Okay. He was here. Um, Gaylord's Perry you spoke of. Enos Slaughter, um, getting oh, yeah. with the Cardinals and yeah. the Yankees. Um, and Enos gave us a lot. He gave us his Hall of Fame jersey that he That's was awesome. inducted in, um, glasses, and um, Hoyt Wilhelm um, with knuckleballer. Buck Leonard, of course, and uh, from Rocky Mount, and we also have a, uh, they have a freeway named after him. Um, um, if he was in the major leagues, I'm sure, you know, the talent was, was there. Um, it's just the opportunity was, unfortunately, at that time. But uh, we have a lot of Negro League players that have, Carl Long has been another great contributor, um, supporter while he was, while he was here, and um, really a lot of heritage. Again, right there within the state. Um, so there's a lot of talent, a lot of stories there, a lot of memorabilia they've signed for us. So it's great, because again, you have that heritage of baseball there that, that sometimes can get overlooked, and we want to celebrate that. Because again, that's, that's part of the fabric of baseball, and we want to celebrate that. When folks come, during their summertime, maybe May, July timeframe, they get a two for one when they come. And not only did they get to see the museum, but at night they can see the Tobs play yeah. as well. So you kind of get a double, double dose of baseball during those few months. And the Wilson Tobs, they play in the Coastal Plain League, which is a collegiate wood bat summer league. So these are college players playing in the summer, kind of learning how to play with the wood bat that hopefully leads them to a professional career. Absolutely. And our, our We've had Justin Verlander was actually a top. Um, really? Number one pick, not sure that's gonna happen again, maybe may, may repeated in the future, was actually Wilson Tom that played on this field and um, wow. made a name for himself. So you see a lot of talent and uh, we see a lot of players. We have a, had another first round draft pick from um, the Yankees this past year. That was a formal top from, from years earlier. So believe it or not, when with on the Wilmington team, um, Yastrzemski's, um, Carl Yastrzemski, his grandson, mm -hmm. who's now in the San Francisco Giants, yep. um, played on this, played out here, not all for the Tobs, played against the with Tobs. The, with the Wilmington Sharks. With the Wilmington Sharks. Yeah. So uh, the guys you see that these folks see today, they're gonna be seen on TV years down the road. I love baseball. And is there anybody down the pipe that, that might be the next Hall of Famer. You think Madison Mumgardner maybe one day gets in, or has he done enough, or is that a debate for another day? That, that would he be won a lot of World Series. He, he did, he did. He would definitely, he, he's close. Um, Ryan Zimmerman, actually, um, Zimmerman yeah. from the Nationals actually has hit the most home runs of all the major league players from North Carolina that we've captured. Um, 
He's doing real well. Brandon Phillips is, has had a very long career. He's done very well yeah. as well. Um, hard to say. Hard to say. You got a lot of folks in the majors now. Um, again, you got um, and then also yeah, you have uh, Joe West from North Carolina. That's, yeah, I think he's pr- he'll probably make the Hall of Fame. I think. I think he'll make the yeah. J. H. Rose grad for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I think um, I think we just answered a question. Who you? It would be an umpire as yeah, the really, next North Carolina native. Who would have thought to make it into the right. to the Baseball Hall of Fame? And then you've got young guys like Mackenzie Gore just making his uh, his major league debut from Whiteville, originally committed to ECU, but you know when you're a first round pick, you got you got to go. There you, you go. go with that. It's so. exciting to see him get pulled pulled up and um, having his debut with the San Diego Padres. So it's it's a great feeling. Again, and we see that story over and yeah. over. Cedric Mullins, you know, from Campbell University mm-hmm. again, going to the Orioles, becoming the first 30-30 player ever in Baltimore history, both for the Orioles. So you just you, you put your seatbelt on. You <laughs> never know what you're going. You turn baseball on, you're going to find a North Carolina link to a player on TV. And that's the great thing about this museum. You're highlighting the past, but the future is also something that you're going to highlight further down the road in the future because it's never going to end. Absolutely. And that's great for the kids, right? When they come in, they're the players that they see on TV that they can gravitate to. And uh, the older generations can see the folks from 30, 40 years ago. So it's a place for everybody. And in talking further about the Wilson Toms with Quentin, of course, he talked about Justin Verlander pitching for that team way back in the day when he was in college at Old Dominion. The Collegiate Summer League season gets underway on May 26th. That'll be the home opener for the Wilson Tobbs. 7 o'clock first pitch when they host the Fuquay Verena Twins. Head out to the game. It's a great night of baseball. It's Thirsty Thursday. And get there a little bit early because yours truly will be throwing out the first pitch. So I'm going to have to warm up a little bit, stretch out the arm before I throw out the first pitch for the Wilson Tobbs home opener coming up on Thursday, May 26th. As for the North Carolina Baseball Museum, you heard Quentin talking about their need to raise some money. They are a nonprofit. Everything's donated. So many volunteers help make the place what it is, but they want to expand because they get more and more memorabilia each and every day. So they need money to be able to expand and grow that building. And one of their next fundraisers is coming up on Wednesday, May 18th. It's the 20th annual North Carolina Baseball Museum Celebrity Captain's Choice Golf Tournament. You can enter a team, you can have a corporate sponsorship, you can have a tea sponsorship, and all that money raised goes right back to the Wilson Hot Stove League and the North Carolina Baseball Museum. If you want to get involved in that golf tournament, here's a couple of numbers you can call 252-299-4312 or 252-230-0612. Again, that's the 20th annual North Carolina Baseball Museum Celebrity Captain's Choice Golf Tournament. It's on Wednesday, May 18th out at the Wedgwood Public Golf Course right there in Wilson. To learn more about this story, head over to WNCT.com. Click on the On Your Side tab. There you'll find the People and Places page where you can watch my video feature on the North Carolina Baseball Museum and all the other People and Places features I've done over the past few years. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of the People and Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington. Hope you'll join me next time.